Hello and welcome to Head Above the Clouds podcast. And for what seems like forever ago, we are pleased to say we are back following the launch of our pilot series with even more conversations around mental health, well-being, guest experiences and endeavours, and boy does it feel good. For those of you who are new to our podcast, a big hello from the HATC team. Here at HATC, we continue to create spaces where people can find a moment's escapism or even a bit of respite. So take a moment, settle in, and welcome to the community and world that is ahead of the class. Hello and welcome to Head Above the Clouds podcast. And for what seems like forever ago, we are pleased to say we are back following the launch of our pilot series with even more conversations around mental health, well-being, guest experiences and endeavours, and boy does it feel good. For those of you who are new to our podcast, a big hello from the HATC team. Here at HATC, we continue to create spaces where people can find a moment's escapism or even a bit of respite. So take a moment, settle in, and welcome to the community and world that is ahead of the class. For our first episode of The Unheard Tapes, we will be taking you back to issue 10, where we will be speaking with singer-songwriter Noah Cyrus, who has successfully released three extended plays, her debut album, with her songs featuring within the Billboard Top 100. Having opened up about her struggles with mental health, Noah speaks to me candidly about the highest of highs, the lowest of lows, recovering from addiction, and how she's learned to forgive herself. So whether you're taking a moment or on the move, come with us as we replay and share the original tapes behind HATC Magazine. I've been good. Um... I've been better and I've been worse. Um, I recently lost my grandmother I saw about a week so and a half sorry. ago. Thank you so much. Um, and it actually was about a week prior to uh, my grandma's and a two year anniversary of passing on my mom's oh, side geez. about two years ago. Um, so it all kind of, um, it all kind of is a bit painful right now. Yeah. Just internalizing it all. I actually feel like I have a lot of surrounding peace around the situation, which I feel incredibly grateful for. Um, so, yeah, and in that, in those ways, I've definitely uh, been healing and and or attempting to heal and hurting a lot right now but um personally i'm also very good and um i'm here with my dogs after being (gasps) in nashville for a month um just being with my family and being with my grandma over the last month of her life and so you know just getting back home and getting used to being here again and everyday life and what it's like in LA versus Nashville. It's actually very different for me. It feels like, um, but yeah, overall, overall, everything's very good. Good. It's a, it's a hard balance. And I think grief's, I mean, I'm the worst when it comes to grief. I just can't, I, my way of coping is to put it in a box and, and, and put it away, which isn't the most healthy one, but I think it's such, there's no, um, set, way of grieving and and root and direction and I think you know thank god you got to spend some time with her and be with family and support one another yeah it was uh it 
felt like a chance to do things the right way. Cause when, when my grandma on my mom's side, my mom's mom had passed, um, I had a lot of regret in that because I, I, at the time in 2020, um, was obviously mentally not there or capable of showing up for a lot of the people I loved, um, due to my just, uh, complete self-isolation, not only because of COVID, but because mm. of, uh, my addiction, um, which in that my grandma and I, on my mother's side, we didn't get to see each other for about six months because of COVID and where she lived had shut down and you couldn't go and visit. Nobody could come in, nobody could come out. But I felt like I, as a granddaughter, could have picked up the phone more and called and done a lot of things differently, but I just wasn't thinking clearly. And so yeah. when I when I woke up from everything uh, later in 2020, towards December, or early 2021 when my mind was much clearer and uh I was coming I was I was off of pills uh I I was so unhappy with how I had been communicating with everybody family so this time I really felt like I just I just want to do things the right way I want to be able to say my goodbyes I want to be able to get quality time I know that I'll never get back and I did and I'm so grateful and I'm so I'm so happy that I was able to consciously make that decision for myself this time. Um, and so, yeah, there's a lot of peace surrounding it. I, yeah, I, well, I I think that's totally understandable. And um, I've been through this, a similar thing with with drugs for sure. Um, I I got bipolar. I coped in many different ways, and that included addiction. And there were definitely years where I felt angry at myself because I felt I hadn't been a good enough daughter or sibling or been there but I I, I think as much as it's you know a reason and non-excuse you have to kind of cut yourself some slack because it's not fully you know a choice situation I don't believe fully so you know there's only so much you can do yeah definitely I think that's something I also work on a lot every day is like uh shame or guilt that yeah. I feel which is really normal um you know for mistakes that I've made throughout that time period or even just in my life I think I'm going through a period right now where I'm feeling a lot of grief and a lot of guilt and a lot of um shame in some of the mistakes I've made in the past but also mm. I was very young and yeah. I'm still very young I'm only 22 um, yeah. And so I, I like to see it as I'll, I'll probably make a lot more mistakes too, and and that's okay because I'm 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 22 and um, I I have a lot more life left to live and and before I didn't even think that so I'm definitely in a whole new perspective. Well, I think I think that's an amazing space to be in, and I think you've got you know you've got time and um, these these skills take honing, and so does like um, my mom says like in you know having expertise or really good inside knowledge on this stuff it takes experience you know you don't just pull it out a hat so it's a very difficult space with what you're going through but at the same time you've got all these amazing things going on in your career especially you know you've got your new album out in in this on the 16th I believe of September if that's right and um you've delved so deep 
I've, I've listened to it so deep in the album and the tracks and they're so well thought through. Um, has that helped? Obviously that was a bit prior, but how has, did you find that that kind of helped in some sense of relief with it all? It did. I, I wrote a lot of the songs probably through a lot of, uh, a lot of what I, a lot of, uh, um, some of the songs like I burned LA down and my side of the bed, um, and stand still. I was able to write, uh, and I just, about half of the songs maybe, um, are written in this clearer space that I've entered of not being off of, 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 of being off of drugs, sorry. Mm -hmm. And also, um, the other half are while I was kind of in this, uh, alternative state of mind um and also in a pretty uh toxic relationship um and so I got to write a lot about that and write through that and even over the years honestly um I I, I was signed to a record label at 16 years old so um so maybe even I mean there were talks of it like when I was 15 and couldn't even drive so for me, I had a lot of life I was able to live. Mm. I had a lot of songs I was able to write. Unfinished is a song that's that I wrote, uh, or I've had kind of in my back pocket since I was 16. We wrote that forever ago. Um, me, Dan Wilson, and Ilse Juber. Um, and that just, there's been so many special songs along the way I knew I would want to have a part of my album. Mm. Um, but some made it, some didn't. And then also I wrote a lot of new material that did help me heal. But I would say the most healing part of it all, because the writing timelines go kind of back and forth, um, would be the production side of it with Mike Crossy. Um, my, he executive produced the entire album. Um, and also uh, my co-writer who I we have a side project PJ Harding he's also an executive producer on the album so working really tightly with those two guys um and being specifically in with Mike in the studio was really healing for me just to be able to focus on creating the music and the sound and the overall space and world of the record mm. it all is cohesive and you can tell it's all really a part of one world that comes straight from me and Mike in a room together, um, it's so organic. And you can really hear it go and tell a full story, this album. And that's what I love so much about it. I think getting up every day, going to the studio, five days out of the week, having that schedule, um, all of this was through 2021, which was a very crucial year for me because mm -hmm. that was my very first year in probably two and a half years, almost three, um, three full years that I had not been off of Xanax. Um, and I was having a really hard time finding balance in what my new life looked like without that. Um, and so having a purpose and feeling purposeful and going and working towards an end goal, which mm. is making music for me to be able to share who I am with the world you know, um, was 
was very driving. It's nice that it kind of pulled you out because, you know, I, I know from benzos and stuff like that that it you get into a routine with it. And I do think having, you know, a sole purpose and, and doing things and routine is key. And I love that it's kind of like almost episode-like the album in a way and it kind of then ties together. And it must have been so nice to share that with someone in, in your work and have those moments. I don't know, those spe- sometimes as much as special moments are nice on your own, sometimes when you have it with someone, it, it feels kind of bigger almost. Yeah, it was just a really overall fun experience. And I had never been so involved in with like the production. And I really got to experiment with my own music- musicianship and um, find what that sounds like to me and what sounds I gravitate towards, what instruments are my favorite instruments. My favorite instrument on this planet is a pedal steel. I, I think it was just kind of, that's mellow, by the way. She's the background. So um, I was like, she's so apple Yes, that's mellow. Um, but I, I, I found so much love for the actual music uh, through this process, which I was, I was already, but I never felt so inside of it before. You hear a lot of that and a lot of me inside of it this time. Um, no, I completely agree. It's very like, it's not stripped back because it's so full of sound, but at the same time, it, it's you through and through. And it's it's just so elegant and, and it's just really beautiful, I think, as well. Um, and especially with the, the cover art as well. I, I love the aesthetic. Um, it's kind of very, it's very mysterious to it, almost. There's a lot of mystery. Um, it's really, really beautiful. Where did the, where, you know, was that kind of plan with creating the cover art? Was that something you'd kind of envisaged for a while or was it on the whim? Yeah, that cover had been in my head kind of through the entire project. Um, it's a recreation kind of my dad's field and his farm in Nashville. Um, And I write a lot about that place. It's kind of a sacred place for me um, within my album. And so I wanted to be able to show show a piece of that. Um, I actually work with this uh, incredible team, Actual Objects, and they've been across my project on all things visual. And they helped me create this and bring my album cover to life. Um, the album cover actually is all CG except for my body. Oh my God, that's amazing. We actually shot that in a studio, um, which was cool because I got to sit with them and actually create the entire world. So it actually is my my exact world of what I wanted it to look like, where I wanted the house to sit, where the moon was, where the tree was. I got to dictate all of that. Um, and, and so that was that was pretty amazing to be able to have such a specific role of things and be able to make it exactly how I envisioned it. And actual objects are so fucking incredible working with them on my album with Ivor and down, ready to go, Mr. Percocet and all the visuals that, you know, we have coming still. Um, it's just been so surreal to be able to work with them and see like these visions actually coming to life because they are, uh pretty big ideas and, yeah. and they helped me do it in such an organic way with it still feeling like you're like you're watching something real that you can relate to yeah that's not too far away but it's still extremely surreal um 
they're great and working with them has been such an incredible process um i remember back to my dad's farm i was taking pictures of the field at like certain angles and that tree uh there's a tree in the field that looks exactly like the tree in the middle and um i can't remember had we actually used the tree from my dad's field or if that's a cg tree to like that that's actually like a very uh that photo was to be mocked up exactly like a photo i took at my dad's house we just kind of imposed this idea of a white house in the background mm. um it's beautiful and, it's, uh, it's it's so so beautiful and it's very like personalized which I love and I think that the fact like the fact that you've got it's almost like a time capsule in a way and obviously you've already had amazing response from the tracks you put out I mean people have gone wild for it um including myself uh it's been on repeat for a very long time um you must it's obviously with that the whole process of it I mean after COVID especially you know being able to release this do the press go out on tour which is coming up as well as an American tour if I'm right. Yes, in October. That's not a long first, way. First week of October. That's so exciting. You must be buzzing to be able to get on the road and, and go visit some, you know, some new places and some places you've already been and, and just kind of give it out to the fans. I know, I'm really excited. I feel like I've been also, like, seeing a lot of the same material for a while. I mean, I've been awaiting my first album forever. And I've already put out, you know, the end of everything was already two years ago. Yeah. Um, which is crazy to think. Um, yeah. So to get out there and like see a lot of familiar faces and also a lot of new faces in the crowd, I think will be really cool. Mm. And um, being able to like physically connect with people again is obviously extremely important for music. Um to be able to feel that all together, I think it brings you a completely different experience of the sound, especially with mm. the live show that we've created and um, have a beautiful seven-piece band and every single person in it is so important to the sound and important to the mix of everything going on on stage. Um, and uh, I've already had so many people come up to me just randomly in airports or whatever saying, I love what you've done to your live show and country uh elements to it and so i i know that it'll be uh, i think kind of a nice surprise when people also hear the full album and they realize i'm bringing a lot of those mm. elements that they heard recently on me on stage into my actual music and my actual music is now a lot more live and organic um which that was specifically important to me as well when 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 sitting with mike and producing this record mm. was using everything in an organic way yeah um i like i had for so long been in a lot of pop rooms and i just wanted to try something different and so we have so many incredible musicians on the album drummers mm. violinists harmonicas pedal steel fiddles banjos mandolins we have anything horns you name it we've got it like yeah. um and so it was it was really great to be able to work with so many musicians and meet so many people as well and get connected with so many people um it's it's, yeah, it's it, amazing it, it really is and like even I know we're a different magazine and we I'll probably be told off for mentioning it but even the Rolling Stone stuff you did recently was just like the videos are live the aesthetic it was just beautiful it was so beautiful and it's been 
you know, a long time coming. And I, I think even the EP, I mean, the EP got nominated for a Grammy, which is just incredible. <laughs> I don't even know how you get over being nominated for a Grammy. <laughs> I, I, I haven't gotten over being nominated for a Grammy. I was nominated for Best New Artist at the Grammys, um, which that in itself uh, didn't feel real even at the actual Grammy ceremony mm. or leading up that morning to the Grammy ceremony. I was having a lot of, it was a very emotional morning, I think, because I was just kind of in disbelief of that maybe I don't even deserve to be here um, in a way. And I and that I think is just part of me and my trauma speaking and me not allowing myself to be happy for myself. But, um, but you know, it's still extremely unreal to me. And I don't think I'll ever, I don't think I'll ever be able to sum up the feeling that like people, how much the people you respect and you listen to and your peers, when you find out that they actually feel the same, um, it's a really cool feeling and uh, something I hadn't felt in my career ever. And I haven't felt since. So um, I think that's something that I just makes me want to work harder so that I can mm. work towards feeling those feelings all the time and, and working hard to keep achieving as cliche as it sounds, it sounds something like my dad would say, keep achieving my dreams and yeah. keep working towards these goals that I'm setting. And um, yeah. So I think that was also, I think that Grammy nomination was also uh a lot it gave me a lot of motivation to yeah. make this next album yeah no I, I know I think so I need like almost like a moment of kind of hope and I think when it especially when it comes to feeling things you know I've we always talk about with people that feelings emotions is hard good or bad emotions so to find something that's like spurred you on and kind of catapulted you into into the work the headspace you're in with it it's just amazing and um so as, 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 I don't know how much you know, but we, as a magazine, um, but as a company, we, we focus on culture and mental health. Um, and we always hope from the, we've always hoped from the beginning that we can create spaces that people feel not only safe in, but there's kind of moments of escapism through culture and people can have a bit of enjoyment. And I, I know I wish I had had something like this when I was a teenager, especially. Um, and you've done some incredible incredible work when it comes to like campaigns for mental health you've done obviously the awkward campaign and the lonely collection and it must feel really positive I think I think when you're active to be so active and do campaigns and know that you're doing good and, and changing the social setting it must it must have felt amazing to be able to put them forward um and I just wondered whether you're hoping to kind of carry on if there's anything that you are hoping to do or you're working on in the field that that you're feeling good about absolutely I think I'm always you know I at the time when I first started coming out about my own mental health mm. journey uh I at the time think I felt very relieved that that was being more accepted as a topic um because then I felt like I was able to get a lot off of my chest too like in interviews, but in, in my music and in my personal life. Um, I think with this new chapter of my life, what I'm trying to do is not 
not preach at people and not uh, be a spokesperson for recovery or for mm. mental health or but to actually be someone who's there and experiencing it with everybody else. Yeah. Um, that's extremely important to me because I'm only 22 and everybody has their own journey and experience and their own mind, their own soul, their own body. Every single person is so different. And I think if I can do my part by being open and honest and writing these songs and keep doing, teaming up with incredible people that, you know, foundations that want to help people that can also help me help them and teach me to teach them. Like I can learn so much. I'm, I'm working in psychiatry and therapy all the time, every day. So mm. I get to learn new tools that I can share with someone every day, but I'm not a teacher and I'm still no. just learning. And I think that's what is so important is just being open and honest, whether that's with your music, whether it's doing a campaign, whether it's being open. I don't use Twitter on my phone, but whether it's talking openly and honestly on Twitter, on TikTok, on Instagram, However you want to do it, um, being able to relate to people uh, is so important. Being able to connect with people is so important. We're in a world where everybody feels so distant, yet we're all so accessible to each other. It's really weird times that we're kind of in. So I think any time that you can try to connect with with somebody, um, take the opportunity. 100%. And you can't, you know you can't have it on your shoulders. Frankly, I, I, I think people think you have to do everything and everything, you know, anything and everything all the time. And that is not the case. I think you're right. Even just being honest and present is that, that is enough. I fully believe that is enough and it creates a community and a space. And that is what people need at the end of the day, a space to be heard and accepted and understood. Um, to have you on and, and be so honest and open with me just means the world. And we'll, um, we'll, I'll write it up. Thank you so much. Not at all. Anyway, I'll let you go and have a good rest of your day because it's probably it's morning at LA time, I'm sure, or something. Um, um, Alex, thank you so much. It's always really uh, kind of nerve-wracking going into conversations yeah. that are kind of pretty hard to talk about and yeah. in any setting. And so when I get to talk to somebody that's like as gentle and kind and courteous with their questions i really appreciate it thank you guys well, the you know, i'll speak to you bye. soon bye, bye.